Streets Unplugged by the Luxembourg Street Photo Collective. Hello everyone and welcome to this new episode of Streets Unplugged. Uh, we are recording here from the Light Leaks Festival and our guest uh, today is uh, one of the guest speakers of the festival, uh, but also a street photographer, a very well, talented, very good street photographer, Graciela Magnoni. Welcome. Thank you very much, Mark. Uh, thank you uh, guys for all the welcome in that festival. Well, thank you for, for coming. And uh, well, before we, we go into your work and asking questions about your photography, maybe you can present yourself. So you were born in, in Uruguay, yes. but you're a true cosmopolite. So maybe a few words on. Yes. On yes, uh, I was born in Uruguay from a Uruguayan mother, a French father. Grew up uh, part of my life, my childhood in Brazil, but among all of other places. Also, I live in Paris and move all my life, live in the U.S. for 15 years, Singapore 20 years, and uh, uh, Paris 10 years, Brazil like also like 15 years. People make the calculation and they feel I'm <laughs> 90 years old, but no, no not no yet. <laughs> Just moving a lot. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and, 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 and my husband is from India. Okay. So, from so uh, Punjab. Yeah. So that, like I always said, I chose to make my life even more complicated. So true, citizen of the world. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, how, how did you end up in, in photography? I, I think you, you started with photojournalism, is that correct? Yes. I started when I was in high school in Paris. I always said that was the only two hobbies for uh, teenagers at the time. Uh, one was music and the other photography. So I started like many teenagers and friends of mine and that became a my career uh, in the uh, in the press in Brazil. Okay. I I started in a small newspaper, a political newspaper. It was the equivalent of L'Humanité in France. It was the the organ of the Communist Party in Brazil, and I had a, the chance to be a photographer there for four four years, and I learned everything there, and it was very interesting. And when you compare now your photojournalism compared to street photography? What would you say are the major differences? And also yeah. maybe what what did you like about photojournalism yeah. and what did you not like yes. that much? Yes, yes. Uh, well, I was, I worked like 15 years more or less in photojournalism in an amazing time in South America. Uh, so for me, it was the, probably the best time of my life. Very interesting. I have access to so many interesting things and... Uh, a lot of traveling, and um, I think uh, the main difference, uh, uh, at least if I remember from from that time, is like for for journalism from is very also uh, is very event oriented. A lot of the assignments are, are, are like that. Not all, but it's quite uh, uh, event oriented, and also you have to have a clear message. And, you, and so is the to who is the audience, who is sponsoring you, which newspaper you work or, or magazine. You don't have huge freedom, and then usually you have an editor editing your pictures or or, or publishing, and you are constri constrained with the size of the picture, if it's vertical or horizontal, or it, so there is a lot of aspects that limit your creativity or whatever is going to be published. 
Uh, you can always do whatever you want uh, besides the assignment, but what is going to be used is not going to always depend on you. Okay. And, and, and street, uh, so what, and what I don't like is like always, for me at the time, I always used to say, I have 20% 20, 20 of my assignments were a dream. Mm -hmm. Traveling, uh, covering uh, um, uh, big events, and, but 80% were like quite not the best assignments. But to make the 20, you had to do the 80. Okay. You cannot choose only the 20. Yeah. So for streets, you have, of course, you are is uh, much more creative. You are you are uh, you are uh, um, independent. You don't have all these these limitations. Yes. But at the same time, sometimes also the the problem of street sometimes could be that self motivation, mm -hmm. and to know what you want to say, what how you're gonna focus in your work. Uh, maybe you can feel lost, and if you don't have that self motivation and that really focus and a clear vision. I think it will be very difficult because what do you do with all this freedom? And how do you keep that motivation? I mean, I keep the motivation. I think I'm very self-motivated, self very much. I think um, I kept because for many years when I used to work and have to do all these eighty percent that I didn't like uh, assignments, I enjoy so much those twenty percent. It was amazing, and for me to to suddenly be like a kind of free of these. Uh, Line, editorial line and 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 and, uh, and assignment base and and the negotiation all the time to be free and also I was lucky to to be able to have the resources to be completely free uh, so it was like a dream and I was a bit older when I started doing street photography uh, so I guess you you I was much less. Um, uh, concentrated in improving my CV. I didn't care. Mm -hmm. uh, that comes with age, I think. And uh, so it was pure enjoyment. <laughs> and uh, so, and I think maybe it was no, I was not a beginner and I, I, it was clear what I, what I, uh, what I was looking for. Okay. So. And, and f your photography, when your images and there is a very nice outdoor exhibition with very huge uh, pictures of yours uh, that you took. Uh, they were very colorful. They were very, how, how would you describe your images? And and, and I, I quote you because I, I read somewhere that you said uh, serendipity is the soul of an image. So I would love yeah, to, for to me, talk on that. For me, I love uh, Candid because not because I decided that I, I have to do Candid because of any role. It's because... Uh, by letting things uh, happen in front of me, I get like endless possibilities and the chance to for something happening that I could never control, I could never stage. And uh, so I love that process. It's like, uh, for me, I sometimes I joke that it's like almost became for me like an occupational therapy. When I have a problem, I take my camera, go out, mm -hmm. and uh, I forget everything. So I, uh, I, I really enjoy it. And how I describe my photography, I think is a, for me, it's a bit like a magic and uh, there's a lot of fantasy. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know how would I describe that, but this is, I get attracted by that. And, col and colors help that. And this is, uh, I think, I, I like to make people dream a bit. Well, I, my, well, 
as I see your images, they're very humane and very compassionate and, and almost, and many of them have kind of this joy of life. So yeah. would you agree to that? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think uh, also because of so many backgrounds, when I travel, I connect so, so at one level it's easy to connect with people and different cultures and, and, uh, be, and maybe because I travel when I was uh, a child a lot and uh, and uh, and I always uh, say that uh, my mother, every time that we have to leave a country, she will she will tell us all these fantasies, and we are gonna go to a place like this and that, and we were dreaming, and suddenly everybody wanted to take the plane and go to that amazing place, but end up never amazing. <laughs> and I think in my photos, I'm always looking for that place, and I create those images that uh, in my head when I was small, sunny and colors and. Uh, uh, maybe it's that I don't know. I, maybe I need to see a psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's your basically your life that influenced your. How yeah, you, you see. I think. I, yeah, I Are think. Are there also so. photographers that influenced your? I your work? yeah, I think in, in color definitely. I love like uh, uh, Harry Greer uh, from his Belgium. Yes. And uh, Alex Webb and uh, Nikos Economopoulos. Uh, I did a few workshop with him also in the beginning yeah. to help me like find my voice and uh, many photographers. And masters in the, masters yes. of color, masters of yeah. composition. In the yeah, in the beginning it was like everybody liked uh, and loved and followed Cartier Bresson when I was my, in my 20s. Mm -hmm. It was a big influence. Okay. <laughs> and you did black and white as well? I did a lot of black and white okay. and a lot of uh, lab, lots of lab. Well, and I don't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and getting back to this uh, humane or yeah, compassionate photography, I mean, one of your projects, uh, Nosotras, uh, yes. which was also shortlisted for the Leica Oscar Barnack Award, and it's about the daily lives of girls and, and, and uh, women. Yeah. So, just Yes. So uh, this project came, came about, uh, I, all, I never like, find a concept and do it. I always like draw from what I, uh, from what I uh, have and work. And I keep seeing that my best pictures, they were all about women. And when you put them together, more and more they show like a, women's in a, they are proactive, they have a true character. They are uh, not uh, sometimes like, especially in the developing world, that people have sometimes an idea of a submission, they are like sadness. And, but when women are in, in uh, in in this country, they have problems, but they are they have a true life and they are happy and they are the they are the drive sometimes of the family of the they are hard workers they 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 have a true character and uh, and you sometimes it's really difficult to see that uh, uh, a submissive character and I I start li liking a lot that that idea that concept that project and 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 uh, it keeps coming back so. So kind of strong, <coughs> strong women. And I, yes, women. and I connect. I connect. Okay. Uh, uh, I connect a lot. And those are the ones. What every time, I, if I am in Africa or, or in India, they are the women that help me out. If there is, I remember. In I was one day in a, in a Ethiopia, and I was going down uh, a little street down, uh, just a room over the the city, and I have a woman uh, that got got my arm and say. Don't go there. It's not safe. Uh, stay uh, away. So this kind of stuff, they really, really, really uh, uh, 
help you, there is a true connection. Okay. So, so all those women and, and girls, you, you talk to them? Sometimes I do, sometimes okay. not. Okay. Sometimes I do. Okay. And um, it depends. I don't have like a rule. Mm -hmm. and, but independently, independently of photographing, I, I have the connection all the time, even when I'm not photographing. They are my, my, um, my angel that uh, guards me. And then uh, mm -hmm. and if I have a question, if I have like, I don't know, it's like uh, beautiful. Okay. And then when you say there's strong women, is it about their, the way they behave, the way they... The posture, the 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 clothes, how they, they dress. Are, they are like uh, yes, yeah, they are hard, they are hard workers. They they are like uh, the ones that uh, that uh, keep the family. Usually they have like they work like three jobs and they mm. they are just strong. They uh, they are not uh, uh, all very submissive, you know. And uh, so once, uh, if I can make an anecdote very fast, uh, I was taking pictures in. Um, I saw in Africa too, in uh, Harar, I think. I don't remember where, where. I think it's, it's, it's Harar. And I was taking pictures of a lot of teenagers and young kids, mm -hmm. and they started like, really annoying me a lot, very, very nasty. And suddenly there was a, a woman come uh, for 10 minutes, scream at them like crazy. Okay. Uh, they, all the boys put their head down, they apologize. The woman looked at me like this, like with a jest, like she didn't tell me anything. She just looked at me uh, saying like, uh, just connecting and mm -hmm. then left. Okay. Like saying, now you're fine. And she was a mother. And this is like, mothers are universal. And that connection, I love it. Okay. So. Would that be a project? I mean, for example, portraying those women that you, that you met? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I'm very good at taking portraits like a stage and telling them like mm -hmm. I like to get those those uh, scanned it in situations uh, a bit symbolic mm -hmm. like fantasy also mm -hmm. and people can draw their their more than than only portraits of women mm -hmm. uh, I I like them in their daily life but okay. just uh, being having a true personality mm -hmm. so maybe. Uh, uh, it evolved different, but I think for now uh, this is uh, what I uh, what I focus. So it's an ongoing project. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's an ongoing. Maybe it's an ongoing project until one day I, maybe I said, okay, I'm gonna make a book. You know, mm -hmm. I have enough, and then I feel sometimes books is like oblige you to end the mm -hmm. project because you don't want to have the best books out of the project if you don't want to continue. Mm -hmm. So maybe. And volume one, volume two is not very... Yeah, <laughs> <talk> <laughs> no. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of work to make a book, so... <laughs> uh, but another book you, you finished and that you published is uh, called uh, Watan. Yes. Maybe tell our yes. listeners about it. Yes, Watan also uh, is a project that I'm very connected because my husband is from Punjab. And I'm, I'm 30 years married now, actually, in my anniversary is in, in three days. And... Uh, and for all these years, uh, um, I, 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 I wanted to know uh, also his background. And um, his, his family came from the side of Punjab that was uh, today is in Pakistan. Punjab was cut in two in 1947 with the independence of India. Half, uh, not half, less than half in India with the Sikhs and the Muslims and the other uh, big 
even two thirds are in Pakistan uh, with uh, Muslims. They w it was divided in religion after 1947, but before it was a syncretic state, uh, completely not divided by any religion, when with a true, true uh, cultural identity. Okay. And uh, so my project is about connecting both sides from both sides of the border. And it was a beautiful project. I really, really enjoyed uh, doing it. There was a huge connection with the, with the project and the people. And, uh, and, uh, and I saw it in the beginning. It became a project because I saw how my, how my husband uh, reacted with the picture in just in the beginning uh, about Punjab, which is his homeland, but he never lived there. I know more than Punjab than maybe him. Mm -hmm. So that, uh, the diaspora is huge in Punjab. Canada, everywhere. So then it evolved for, for five years, six years, until I went to Pakistan and I came back and uh, I saw the pictures uh, very similar, even though after 75 years of separation. So I decided to make the book. Okay, but with the same approach of street same photography? Same approach of street photography, because it's like the approach that I know how to do. And, uh, and I try not to be too descriptive in my pictures. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, uh, to try not to be descriptive and to do something that goes a bit beyond descriptions, uh, they have a bit of layer of meaning and uh, beauty or whatever you want to call. The only way that I know how to do is uh, is uh, candid. Is the only way I can get like good uh, pictures. I feel, you know, I cannot. Uh, difficult to stage. I don't know how to stage. Okay, and then when the book was published, you you returned there. Is that correct? I returned so? there. With it. That was always I wanted to do that, but we have COVID and uh, uh, India closed more than, than much more uh, than uh, longer than other countries. Uh, we couldn't go as a foreigner, uh, enter India, so we have to wait. And then also I have not only to wait, but I have to bring the books from Singapore. Uh, so I have I end up making a few trips, bringing like 20 books because I couldn't ship them to India. And uh, then when I had 100 copies in Delhi, okay. I went back and, and f for, to look for the people that were in the pictures. Some I knew the villages, some I didn't. And so it was an amazing uh, work of detective, but so emotional. Uh, and I never expected that, that uh, welcome and that reaction, reaction from people. It was beautiful. And I recorded in videos. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, so quite ins inspiring. My best uh, week, I sing in photography. <laughs> okay, so you, you gave them for free to the people? Yeah, I gave, I, feel, I always felt like you have a picture of somebody mm -hmm. that for years you are editing and you are uh, improving, the you're doing like photo correction, you are editing for the book. Suddenly these people become your best friends. You know them forever, they are there. They don't know that. They don't know that they became like, like so strong, su such a connection with these people. Mm -hmm. Uh, that uh, sometimes you don't even know who they are. And so for me to find them again after, my, sometimes they were kids and then they are adults, to find them and to tell them, hey, you are in my book, thank you so much for allowing me to be in my book. I have one for you, I signed for them. But for them also, it was such a connection because they were so, uh, it was a so, uh, um, for them, it was magical to be in a book. So big, the pictures, and, and a lot of them remember me because okay. even if I don't, uh, if I took them and they saw me, I mean, I was sometimes that, that uh, blonde woman going to Punjab, they never see uh, 
never any foreigner goes to those small villages and take pictures and they disappear suddenly or or talk to them a bit and then suddenly it's five years, seven years later you go back, find them out of the blue, again, you are like, uh, and, and it was uh, beautiful, the connection. It gives really another dimension to your street photography. Yeah, it was, it was, it was super beautiful, it was very, very uh, special, okay. I have to say. Okay. So really, yeah, so that's getting me back to the early yeah. question about this humane and then kind of compassionate yes, approach yes. and social approach. And you and like I said, like you uh, sometimes you see the person is like she it's like you know her forever and you see her again and you can give a hug and, and there is a it's beautiful. Okay. Yeah you really photograph with your heart so that yeah. one sees that really. And is there something you would give as an advice to beginners in, in street photography that they should really follow what where their heart is. And I always feel like, yeah, yeah, I always feel like uh, to do a project, the best way to develop a project and to be like uh, strong and to feel like meaningful is that you have to have some connection with the project. In my view, you know, some level of connection, something, mm -hmm. because that helps to be, to, first of all, that helps to work for a long time and also to relate to it mm -hmm. and to be also, if you have a connection, then you tend to be more, res uh, responsible uh, because you know with photography when you have the skill you have like the the you have the control right and the control is gives you a lot of power to do whatever you want yes. and that power uh, also like you become very selective that power makes you like have that the power of selection of what you're gonna do and that also brings that you have to have some responsibility but if you have connection with the, with the project, in my view, mm -hmm. um, you tend to be more responsible, right? Because you are connected and you are defensive of the people. You are, uh, for example, Punjab, I, through my, through my in-laws and my husband, I, there's no way I could be not respectful. You know, like I would never do that. I was, uh, so that, that uh, helps also to, to, to develop that, to be, you become, defensive a bit and uh, protective of the of that topic or the people or whatever or the place yes. okay is there another project in, that you have in no now i think i have a maybe starting and that will be like uh, i'm thinking how to do it maybe that will be a bit of a portrait but and we run always and we run environment portrait not like mm -hmm. i don't know I'll, I'll see but it's i'm an identical twin uh, okay. So identical meaning one, one, one placenta, one cell. So it, it is a very special because you are like a clone of your, of your sister. And uh, every time I see identical twins, twins we, there is a connection there. Okay. You know, there is, because there is always a kind of a, something weird about being identical twin. And um, so I'm thinking of doing maybe is a project a bit more quiet mm -hmm. and uh, about identical twins. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's a long time I want to do that. No, any, any okay. identical okay. twins. Okay. Uh, it could be two boys okay. or two, or two okay. girls. Okay. And uh, maybe like some writing, uh, some, I have to think about it, but it's something that uh, it's very personal to me. Okay. And definitely I'm connected <laughs> to, that, <laughs> to that topic. <laughs> maybe searching myself, see what, see what other people feel about it, and, okay. and maybe to give to my sister, you know? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, we will follow your, 
your work on, on that. So, thank you so much. And well, thank you very much for for this very interesting interview. Thank you, and, thank uh, you. And thank you for inviting me here and for all the care you took of me. You're welcome. Thanks. Thank you very much for coming.